You're quite hostile. I got a right to be hostile, man. My people been persecuted. <laughs> So uh, welcome to Here You Are, Wausau. Uh, I am your one of your hosts, Dino. And I am Eric. And it's been a while since since we've uh, recorded. In, in all fairness, uh, it, I, I the death of Prince sort of set me back at, at least, I think, a week. You know, and uh, combine that with, with uh, work stuff, I just uh, I feel bad, but I, I hadn't really thought about the podcast and, and kind of got sucked into other things. So I apologize. <gasps> I know. I apologize to the to the listener or listener, <laughs> you know, whoever you might be. You know, it's not like we're getting a lot of feedback. Sorry, mom. Yeah, we're not getting a lot of feedback. Nobody's leaving comments on iTunes or anything like that. So you know, but uh, I I trust that you know you're out there listening. I suppose so. So what have you been up to? Work? So, yeah, pretty much. Transitioning to springtime, summertime. The, you know, I've got a six-year-old daughter, so anytime the weather is warm, she is all about being outside. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, that kid could spend hours outside. So, yeah. So, what you know, you guys have, do you have plenty of, like, neighborhood park? Do you have a neighborhood playground? We, yeah, we live right near a school, so okay. we can play at their school and, you know. Everything so, is pretty much a hop, skip, and a jump from here. So right, yeah. You know, just about anywhere. So we've, uh, Sophie and I, my niece, have, uh, we go to, there's there's a park in Weston called Mockmuller Park, which I think is far more adult-oriented. So in Weston, there's this, uh, and I think it's actually all around, uh, there are these sort of adult fitness activity, like essentially like a an obstacle course, if you will, or like stations where you kind of go from one station to another and you do, you know, some sort of adult version of, uh, you know, playing on an, uh, a toy or a, uh, a playground tool and you use it for exercise. Hmm. And so Mock Mueller Park has one of these things and it's got, I don't know, 10 stations. And I think the trail that the 10 stations are on is probably like a mile and a half long around the park. But they also have a they also have a really nice playground and a sandbox. And so Sophie and I go there, and we also go to that uh, that playground on the back of Rib Mountain. Have you been to that one yet? No. Oh, you you gotta go. Okay. Oh, so the big yeah the out the, towards the Nine Depke Mile. Park. Yeah, Debkey Park. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we've been there lots of times. Holy crap! Is that place awesome? Like I remember the first time we went there, I just thought it was too big. Like two, you know, it's just I was like that looks like it's three stories tall. I I don't know, you know. As as an uncle, I'm like, no, we can't be here. We're all gonna, you you kids are all gonna die. So, but, the first thing I thought of was the park up on Red Mountain. Oh Is yeah, there, yeah, that's like the old school park. The, right. You know, the two listeners might remember the. The, what is it? The teeter totter and the, right. there's an actual merry-go-round on there that you could, you know, kids project off of and throw up on, and yeah, it's fun. Yeah, no, Sophie <laughs> doesn't like the top of Rimo. No, no, I just think that you know, just in general, or just yeah, just in ge- just in oh. general, you know, mm. she's she's completely underwhelmed by the whole thing. Mm. You know, it's like, hey, look, we can see forever. Great, okay. So what, you know, or what, like one time we went up there in the middle of winter and, uh, like, you, you know, you're up there and you can, you're just 
th- you could throw a rock and hit snow snow or skiers skiers right right and uh and she's like well i want to go play with the skiers and i'm like no no you can't run down the ski hill and then she was <laughs> you know she was mad about that so i'm like okay so this didn't this didn't work out like we had planned so but uh yeah because i think the top of of rib mountain is is awesome to be up at but you know yeah that's just... i've been i've been sort of blessed and cursed with a young girl that loves being outdoors yeah for those of you who don't know i do not love being outdoors <laughs> by any stretch of the word yeah and she could spend all day out there so she loves going out there and playing on the rocks and she'll you know she'll have little scavenger hunts with herself yep she'll find snakes every once in a while and plus she's a daredevil so she thinks that she can climb to the top of all of these things and yep I'm terrified of heights, so that doesn't work. So it's like, oh my lord! <laughs> How does she do up north? Pretty much, oh. just let her outside and let her run. She spends the whole year talking about it. Oh yeah, yeah. She's just, she cannot wait to get up there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That that's how Sophie is too. So, but uh, all right. So let's let's not be two dudes talking on a podcast about children. <laughs> okay. We, we are far cooler than that, right? I mean, come on. Jesus, what what did we just do for five minutes? Hold, I'm embarrassed sure, for myself. Yeah. You know, it's like I mean, I was about to launch into us talking about uh, clothing for tumbling class because Sophie and, and Olivia are both in uh, tumbling class together, and I go, oh, we just bought our new leotard, and I was yeah, I was about I'm to not, talk about that, and I just realized, okay, what am I doing? I'm not going there. Yeah, exactly. Screw that shit. So, so when you travel up north, yeah. So when, yeah. So let you pack everything, right? In? So we, uh, we were, we decided because uh, we we hadn't really sort of planned anything through or, or didn't look at the news or anything. We talk about something that's just sort of at the front of my mind all the time, which is luggage or bags. And so uh, I, I can talk about bags all the time, but you are buying a new computer yep. in the next couple of months or month. Weeks. Weeks? weeks. Oh, yeah? Have you decided on what you're going to do? Yeah, I'm going to get a Chromebook. Which one? Do you know? I'm going to get the big one, 15.6. Whoa. Yeah. How much is it? Well, I just found one on Groupon for 119. Holy balls. Just buy that right now. Yeah, right. Just buy that thing, like, right now, you know. Right. Yeah, so that. only had $119. Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I was just talking about that, but. yeah, right. it's so uh, so. It's it's funny. Like I I travel now. Uh, the last three weeks I've been in Milwaukee for half of the week, uh, staying either in a hotel or in supporter housing, which is essentially somebody's carriage house. Uh, and so I travel a lot, and uh, and I tend to travel. Like I've always wanted to travel with one bag. Like the it's this idea, and it's it's a bad idea. It's this idea of one bag being the only thing, you know, if you can get your whole life into one bag, you, you should, you'll be fine. Is that your idea or is no, that I don't some know. movement? I, no, I think it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's actually my idea. Like it's, or it's my, it's, it's probably somebody else's idea, but it's my false standard for myself. Like there's no, like I, you know, there's no sort of one I, individual or place where I can point to and say, yeah, that's the dude that inspired me to, to sort of travel in one bag. And that's so, but it's just this idea of, of sort of a lifetime of experience has led to this uh, culmination of, of bad concepts. And, and it's, 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 it's not going I gotta, away. I got to pause. Yeah. <laughs> 
what it is Take a look and when it rains, when it rains Oh, the sun comes out again Crown the face, crown the face Just like it's always been And you know, and you know All what you gotta do Crown the face, crown the face Just it's all up to you Yeah, so uh, so you decided on the 15, huh? I did. Yeah, so now I need a new bag. Because the only bag I have around the house is for an, an iPad. Okay. Definitely not going to fit in there. No, but you have a really cool iPad bag. Like every time, you know, when I'd see it in public or when we'd get together for lunch, I'd be like, wow, that's really nice. It's nice, small. Yeah. Easy to carry around. Kept a lot of other stuff in there. I could put a phone in, you know, pens, stuff, all kinds of See now I you know I now we need a new iPad so I can carry the Apple pencil in my little bag. <laughs> oh, you're going bigger with the iPad, huh? Well, yeah, well, I like the I would like the Pro, but Yeah, we'll see. Okay. So for for me it's it's funny because uh yeah, this this is going to get all sorts of weird shit here. So I got a bag when I was 18 years old and I have kept it ever since. Why? And uh, I don't know how who's ever going to bury me, what they're going to do with me. But uh, if I if I get buried and not cremated, I think they should bury me with this bag. So uh, it's it's one of those things where like I've I've only owned two things since I was eighteen years old. One is this bag, and this other, and the other is my neti pot. And uh, so it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah okay that they've been around forever, and I've you know not those they're never going anywhere. It was it was uh, the JanSport Super Sack. Okay, so when when I was 18 years old, going to college, everybody pretty you you remember the JanSport book bag from our from our youth, right? Sure. You know, big big one pocket where everything went, and then that other smaller pocket on the outside. Yep. So uh, canvas, but, lots of colors. Yep. My friend Steve uh, went to Shepherd and Schaller, Steve Marshall. Uh, went to Shepherd and Schaller when we were 17, 18 years old and found the Jansport Super Sack. So at the time, it was 
massive. It was like just a little bigger than the day pack. And, uh, and it had these two long pockets on the sides and uh, compression straps across the front. And on the bottom, it had a place for an ice axe. Okay. Right. Oh. Now I look at this bag and I'm like, this is a child's toy. But <laughs> at the time, it was like it was significantly bigger than every bag like all of our friends have. You know, everybody else had the sort of traditional book bag. And the other context of this is people carried books for college and high school back then. Right. You know, we didn't have we didn't have the ta- we didn't even have pagers. So, you know, just we had bags, trapper keepers and folders and binders and all that shit. And so we got he got his first and then sort of it caught like we had a, a crew of friends and it, it caught on really fast. Me and uh, Steve Oswald and Todd Trowbridge and, and you know, uh, a couple other dudes. We all we all bought one and just we all went away to college with them. And uh, and it was big. And the deal was like Steve was staying here to go to UWMC. But he was going to ride his bike from Weston to UWMC, so he needed to sort of pack a whole day in his bag, you know. And uh, it was the first experience of doing that, so, you know, like packing a lunch and a sweatshirt and all that sort of stuff. And and it was the it was the perfect bag. And so I I got it. It it was the bag I used all through college, hmm. and uh, and it was the bag that I you know the first time I sort of traveled the world. It was the bag that I took with me, and. Uh, and it's it's still like like right now it's it's in the back room of the basement and I if it had a if it had a, a laptop sleeve I'd use it today I think you know because it's it's probably you know twenty five it's probably a twenty five liter bag which is a pretty you know substantial bag and the the pockets are nice and it opens up flat like I'd like bags to do but it doesn't have a laptop sleeve and it's also. 20 some years old and it's just battered to shit it's really cool though because it's as soft as it at this point it's as soft as a (laughs) t-shirt and uh the other thing that was that's really cool about it is it's been repaired it was repaired three times by jansport so when we were growing up jansport was an independent wisconsin company that offered a lifetime guarantee on its backpack products you know sort of thinking you know the 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 grown up climbing and camping gear that they made that it made sense to fix that stuff, and and parents weren't going to send in uh, bags that their children you know the book bags, but we sent our bags in probably two or three times to have zippers replaced or you know compression straps redone and stuff like that and and I think all of us like I, I have friends with Steve on Facebook and he sent me a picture of his super sack that's still in his house somewhere. And I know that Jackie, my ex, she bought a super sack when we were in college, and her best friend Jenny bought a super. Like it, it became this disease. Like I spread the metaphysics of the super sack out to all of my friends and to all the people. Like I, I was the super sack evangelist in, at UW Milwaukee, and eventually everybody I knew heard heard the story about the awesome backpack. So it actually, Jenny actually borrowed mine, and when she went to. Uh, she went to Europe one summer, and she she said she needed to borrow a backpack, and so she borrowed mine. So, yeah. So all of my backpacks start, all of the bags that I have start as a comparison to that item. 
Wow. Yeah, so it's it's a long, deep-seated, possibly irrational, uh, you know. No, yeah, it's not possible. Okay, good. All right, so, so <laughs> it it's... Is. Oh, no, because it gets worse than that. Then. Oh, I'm sure it, it does. This is I, just... I don't remember any bag that I carried oh, no? that long ago. Oh. I don't... Probably because I probably didn't carry a bag. I was too cool for school. Right. But you know, wait, I was carrying okay. my books around, and I didn't like the burden of going to school anyway so it's like i'm not going to carry all of this shit yeah. around with me i'm just going to put in what i need to in my locker and take what i need to to go to class and i'm done with it I'm yeah skateboarding the rest of the time right see the for, for yeah so this, this gets into the idea this is a large metaphysical discussion about everything all at one time tied back to the bag so you know we you and i came up at the same time uh I'm, I'm, I, and uh, we were, my friends and I were the first generation of skateboarders here in Wausau, and wasn't, we weren't very beloved by the community, and uh, so we used to, you know, we we'd go skateboarding for, you know, like all day, like we'd go out and we'd come back at the end of the day, so we just put everything in a backpack and took it with us, you know, and so there was there was that sense of. You know, you you have to have it all with you because you're you can't go home because if if you lived in Weston where we lived, it was a commute to get to town. You know, and we didn't have you know not all of us had driver's licenses. So yeah. See, and I think it was just I I couldn't do that because that would say that would I I don't know I would. That means I was planning something, and I yeah. I couldn't do that as a kid. I was just like, yeah, I, I can't plan for something. I living in the moment. Oh yeah, you know, it's weird ass kid. Yeah, even see, in college, even yeah. in college, I don't think I carried a bag around. I had a locker somewhere. I kept most of the stuff in there. Or wow, an apartment. Yeah, yeah. See, know. my my thing. It's it's funny because all of this stuff. Like today, today I'm returning a watch to Amazon. So I, I, you just, you, uh, helped me pick out a watch and I'm going to return that watch. Um, didn't like it. Didn't like it. So one, I couldn't figure out how to set the time on it. Uh, oh, that's a problem with a watch. Dear Casio, tr- seriously, it shouldn't be that hard to set the time on a watch. I don't need to know the world time for 17 different time zones if I can't figure out which one is mine. <laughs> um, also, if you're going to make a digital watch, I have to be able to see the, the numbers. Oh, yeah. It's like, so this Casio watch that we're talking about uh, has a black face. And when you hit the, the light, it lights up, and it's really quite beautiful and blue. But the problem is, if you're looking at it any time, you can't see the time. <laughs> so I don't, you know, it's like, okay, this is a pretty bracelet, but... Uh, it's useless, so I'm returning it. But uh, so it comes down this this weird the bag thing comes down to part of this metaphysical idea of one whatever I buy has to I have to be able to run from the police with it. So like I sure. can't like I can't buy I can't wear cowboy boots. Not that I want to wear cowboy boots, but. They have leather bottoms. It's my understanding they have leather bottoms, so you can't really get good grip. So you, you know, you're going to slide if the police start chasing you. And two, if you go to a punk rock show, you have to be able to sleep wherever you are, 
so your backpack has to sort of become a pillow. Of course. Yeah. So that at 45 at this point in a, a you know the burgeoning consulting career, I probably don't need to live by those rules. <laughs> but I still do. So uh yeah, it's it's hilarious. Wow. Which is why I'm taking sending the watch back because I can't see, you know, it, it, you can't see the, the, it doesn't do the one thing it's supposed to do, which is show me the time. So. And you're very particular about your bags. You have a particular brand that you. I have, I have two, two. An evangelist. Yes. I have two, I have two brands that I'm an evad, that I'm an evangelist for. Um, the first one is Timbuktu. Which I have had a I have had a Timbuktu bag since I was twenty, uh, and I bought it at Freewheel and Cyclery. Uh, Freewheel and Cyclery. Remember that joint? Sounds familiar. It was down the street from the Polak Inn and the Glass Hat. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. It was that guy Bob owned the shop, and uh, Marco was the mechanic, and my friend Todd worked there and stuff. So that was our bike. That was our bike shop uh, when we were young. And uh, so back in the day, they this this company came out Timbuktu with with messenger bags, and uh, they were custom made, and they were made in San Francisco. Uh, and again, it was before the internet, so you had to fill out a brochure and send them the information with a check, and they'd send you a custom made bag. And so uh, I saw the bags at uh, I saw some of the bags at the bike shop, and I thought I'm going to get one of these because it looks really cool and it also the movie Quicksilver starring Kevin Bacon was it was a big deal so in which he played a bike messenger and I'm, <laughs> I'm probably gonna go look that up on Netflix tonight um, because that was a, a notorious makeout session when I was in ninth grade was at that movie wow. so uh, that movie will always be in, in high esteem and so t- this Timbuktu bag has, has been with me like it was my uh, sort of travel bag when I was in college, and it was it was the medium large bag that they had, and it was uh, you would buy the bag. They compared it to number of bagels it could hold because biking people at the time were eating a lot of bagels, so you know it could hold seventy bagels or whatever it was. And uh, so I, I bought the bag, and uh, it was just you know it's like the thing that you put. It was big enough like I could put all my laundry in it. I could put, uh, like if Jackie and I were traveling, you know, for a weekend, I could put, you know, all of our clothes in it. It was uh, sort of the first era of messenger bags. So it's it's really sort of purely utilitarian. It, it, it's just one big bucket of a bag. There's no organization or anything inside. Hmm. And uh, But since then, the, the co- that company has changed. And, the, and one of the reasons I fell in love with it was... One time we were coming home from the grocery store and uh, I we'd bought a gallon of bleach, right? And I the bleach spilled inside the bag, and oh. I and none of it came out. Like it, I carried home a big bag of bleach, and uh, we got home to the apartment and I looked inside and I was everything was destroyed, obviously, and the bag suffered absolutely no damage at all. Nice. And I'm like, okay, so. This is this is toughness on a level that I wasn't prepared for, you know, and so I that bag is again probably you know downstairs in the back. Well, actually, I know it's downstairs in the back room, um, 
And, uh, and since then, I've become a, a massive fan of, of the Timbuktu brand. And it's, it's one of those brands that became sort of exponentially more and more successful to the point where, uh, like, they lost their way a couple of different times. Like, they started manufacturing in Japan and, you know, it used to be custom sewn at, at home. And then it grew to the point where they couldn't support that anymore. And so they started having bags manufactured in Japan and just offering weird shit products that you're like, okay, what the hell is that? But it's it's that thing where, you know, every, I think every company does that. And either they, you know, have such a good core product, which is these classic messenger bags, that people are going to sort of forgive them for making a bag specifically for yoga gear you know, or whatever. <laughs> that's, that's the example that I remember. Like, cause they came out with a, a line of, you know, just weird bags that, that, uh, sort of like daily tote bags for people going to yoga class and stuff. So too much. Yeah, exactly. And now they have, they have a full sort of swath of products of from everything from, you know, like that you can buy a wallet or a case for your Kindle all the way up to, you know, a $400, uh, roller carry-on bag and so that's kind of fun and i have uh let's see how many timbuktu bags do i have now i have the i have the original i have that i have that travel carry-on and then i have a, a, a what they call a burrito bag which is something that can fold in on itself and become very very tiny and small sure. and so i have i have one of those so i have the three products but over the years, like I, it's this three-panel design that that I find aesthetically pleasing too. So that's kind of fun. Um, yeah, so I'm a big fan. I think my friend, yeah, my friend Stacy has my. In case Stacy listens to the podcast, Stacy, you have my my Timbuktu carry-on bag, my uh, laptop TSA commute. It's called the commute. Time to give it back. Yeah, Stacey. exactly. Time to give it back. You've Come had it up. for a while. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so you really just, do you really not, you don't, you don't have to carry a bag for work? I do, but it's just something that they gave me. I think it's a Dell bag. It's okay. It's fancy, you know, Cause, wouldn't cause be something that I would buy by myself. Right. I, I get, always bought, um, uh, what was the in case? Right. I always bought those bags when I had iPads or laptop days. Early laptop days, I would I would buy those. They were always really padded, which I liked, and and uh, condensed. You know, it wasn't a lot of excess. It was just you had a lot of padding, and the laptop or the iPad fit in there, very snug. I always liked those bags the most. I always wished I was a cameraman though, because the bags from F-Stop, for instance, they were just compartmentalized, and it was just it was an OCD kid's dream sure they have all those little spaces for stuff to fit in just perfectly yeah and now and now i have video camera equipment for my job and i hate it oh like i the 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 worst thing for me is having to make a decision about this stuff like i i know so the the gear we bought came in a a bundle we'll say a, a camera gear bundle so it's a camera microphone all the sort of accessories and it also came with the world's cheapest hard case that, that literally, it literally built broke as I was taking it out of the package. I hadn't even done anything to it and, and the handle broke off and I'm like, okay, that's horrible. And so, uh, so I've, I've been trying, I've been shopping for uh, a bag for my camera gear 
for a, at least a week now, and I think I just simply have to drive to Best Buy, look at what's on the wall, and pick one because otherwise I'll just research this thing to death because it's it's one of those things where luggage and bags are are that they are that topic where I could I could get lost in them. So tell me the difference as a bag guy. What's yep. the difference between a rucksack and a backpack? A, I, sort of absolutely nothing. Okay. Good, because I can't find anything. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that it's just, it's just sort of a, you know, it's just what dorks want to call backpacks. Gotcha. Know? I think that, you know, like the, this will get to that uh, to the other brand, obviously, the, the GORUCK brand. Um, I'm a big fan of the GORUCK brand. And, uh, and I finally have... A, a go ruck bag of my own. And they, for whatever reason, they, they want to call it rucking and, because they have this physical activity tied to it, which they call rucking. And they apparently don't want to call it backpacking. So, you know, which seems <laughs> dumb to me. So, so the, th the thing that I go back and forth on, because if you look at bags, there's messenger bags slash laptop bags, yep. or there's backpacks. And I just, I don't know why, but I just can't bring myself to buy a backpack. They sure. look cool, but I I don't know. I guess I feel at 44, I shouldn't be buying a backpack. Right. I don't know. Yes. So uh, our, my my uh, Twitter buddy, Seth, does a podcast called The Workbench Podcast, and one of the, one of the podcasts was titled uh, Backpacks Are for Children. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, and so I think that's probably true. Um, but the deal, so the deal with that is, uh, if you're walking long distances, or say for example you're in New York City, and you, like for example, if like when I would go to New York for work, uh, you'd you'd leave the apartment or the house at seven in the morning, and you wouldn't come back until ten o'clock at night, and so in that case you have like if it starts to rain, you need to plan for that. Like it doesn't. Like, I don't see how uh, a backpack makes sense unless you're moving around. You know, like if when I'm in Milwaukee now, I'm sort of, there's a lot of kind of walking around downtown going from location to location. And in that case, the backpack is really quite nice. Having the, the two straps is nice because I'm, you know, up until the, the two bag theory came into place this last trip, uh, you know, it was sort of everything in one bag and I was carrying it all with me. And now... It's, uh, but I, but I can see how it, uh, you wouldn't want it. But I think if, if you're, if, if you're hauling some gear, you know, if you got a laptop and a pair of shoes and some clothes and, you know, maybe a, a lunch, then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, two straps doesn't, is not bad. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt to look, to look a little, you know, childish because <laughs> it's very, very much more comfortable. So, Yeah. <laughs> You know, because it's, it's that thing, like, you know, when I would go to New York and I'd bring the, the, the Timbuktu bag that Stacy has, uh, it would be really quite full, you know, yeah. for the day. And, uh, and as a result, it was heavy. And yeah, sure, it's a messenger bag, so you're, you're def kind of moving the weight around. But ultimately, it's one shoulder at a time, whereas a backpack is two shoulders at, at a time. And it's, it's, just, it's just sort of easier and uh yeah so i i liked it i like it uh a lot better like i i got the i got a go ruck 
backpack, and it's really sort of ridiculously over-manufactured. It's, it's built in Bozeman, Montana, you know, I imagine by some very strong woodsy people, you know, very on, on very serious sewing machines, and it's made to a ridiculous standard of quality and stuff, and I, and I really like it, and it's, it's, it is probably the best, I know it's the best laptop compartment of any bag that I've ever had, mm. and, uh, and it opens in a way that's perfect for me, and I, and I really like it, I like the simplicity of it and stuff, and I, I like the, I like the dude, like, I, I've met the owner of the company, Jason and stuff, and they, you know, cool, cool dude, so I was, I was, I'm more than excited and more than willing to help evangelize for them, so, I've uh, I've given out products and I you know I wear I have a GORUCK hat that I wear because I think it's a really nice hat and uh, it's it's a it's a good sort of it's a it's a really good company they have a like they have a good guarantee and things like that so I like them but uh, nice. but at, but at the same time like I have uh, sort of my like when I'm in town I think that I work out of my iPad more than I work out of my laptop. Right. So, you know, working in the cloud and things like that, I'm, I'm able to do all of that on my laptop and, and a keyboard for my laptop. So I end up having a much smaller bag. And Jesus, I'm talking a lot in this podcast. I just realized that's all right. I'm, I'm looking at bags online. So nice. I'm just and kind of listening. So uh, <laughs> I have uh, I don't know when it was, but years ago uh, I it was I don't know exactly when I started this sort of it was probably when i was at a tc but i found a bag online called the jack bauer bag so jack bauer is the main character in this tv show 24 which i was never able to watch why not i don't know i just it was just so kind of bullshitty macho garbagey you know i'm like okay this seems i want to watch this but this is i've i can't tell you how many times i've started on netflix or amazon to watch it and i get like three quarters of the way through the first episode and i'm like yeah this, i'm not doing this this, this isn't gonna work so and plus it's you know apparently it turned into sort of a a really kind of bullshitty military kind of crappy show which never kind of trips my trigger but that's okay but there was this there this bag called the jack bauer bag apparently he used this bag at some point in his on the tv show and it's just this simple brown canvas bag and i think you've probably seen me carrying it and now i've i've had it for a bunch of years now and it's all patched like i put patches from uh, national parks that i go to and other weird patches and that's sort of become that's become my daily driver of a bag that i that i like because it's really like i think i got it for like 19 bucks on amazon like if you go and google jack bauer bag I think the company is something like Rothko or something like that, and uh, they literally market it as the Jack Bauer bag. So, uh, checking it out now. Yeah, and I and I, it's got two pockets on the front. I've modified it a couple of times. Technically, my mother has modified it a couple of times, and uh, and I like it because the the two pockets, one is perfect for my iPad Mini, and then the then I can put papers and stuff inside. So I, I really like it as a bag. Yeah, I got one of those for a gift, something similar. It was, for, I think it was from J. Crew. It was bright, it was brown, it had a yeah. bright orange interior. Really liked it. But it was after I had started, dirt stopped carrying a bag around right. much. So it never got the mileage that I 
felt it deserved. Yeah, I, I oh, think well. a lot of it comes down to sort of what you carry. Right. And, uh, you know, like, you know, for example, you, you drive from work to home or home to work and everything you need to do your job is at your job, right? Right. Yeah, so that it's it's a little bit different because I, you know, I'm essentially bringing my office with me. Right. You know, so. It's summertime. We're starting to travel more, so. Right. You know, I'm hoping that. I'll get to carry something around a little bit. Now I need to find something that's not crazy expensive because it's amazing how crazy expensive some of these things are. Oh, yeah. Like I paid a ridiculous – like the GORUCK is really quite expensive. I mean it's really too expensive. But the fact is the lifetime warranty and sort of the build quality is, is – you're like, okay, that it's it's really nice. So Yeah. But uh, – so And there's a big movement against that style of bag too it's interesting oh yeah apparently it's too military oh i'm sure yeah because so apparently people are getting stopped at checkpoints in other countries oh. because of this military influenced bag yeah but yeah like once you dive into it there's like there's some cool company the bag wise luggage dork wise you know there's a bunch of sort of pseudo military bag companies out there like 511 tactical mm-hmm. and LALO tactical these you know they all make these sort of bullshit tactical bags for you know i i think that if some of them are for real you know maybe they're for like mercenary dudes who who are soldiers <laughs> professionally or whatever not not likely though yeah but uh you know i'm, I'm sure that you know the, the guys who 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 the hell knows what they would carry this shit for? But you know, weird, weird survivalists and stuff like that, uh, bug out bag people, all of this sort. That culture is is easily sort of like I go to or I years ago I joined something called survivalist boards. It's a, a bullet board, and the amount of sort of backpack pornography or not por- not actual pornography, but just people talking about bags ad nauseum is ridiculous and so at some point you know people can talk about that all for from now until the cows come home but at some point you have to go okay this is why this is what i'm carrying this is why i'm carrying it this is where i'm going you know so it's not easy to find a good bag it isn't you know part of the other thing so there okay so to get back to these defining things one is this this you know the defining piece of skateboarding as a child and going to you know punk rock shows and sleeping on people's floors etc and using my bag as as both my my house and my pillow you know and then uh like traveling in 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 vans with musicians also defines how you see things so like if if we were going out on the road the deal was always you could have you could have a bag at your feet in the van or on the bus with you, and then you can have a you get a piece you get a small piece of luggage that goes in the in the back of the van or in the trailer or underneath the bus, because it's it's this you know it's limited space and sort of limited functionality and sort of you wanna it was always okay what what do I need in the bus or in the van with me and it was always you know I need a I need a sweatshirt I need some I need a pair of you know you need underwear and socks and stuff like that you need deodorant and the toiletries and uh, you know back in the day I needed a day planner because that's how you traveled uh, you need a map and then eventually it was I need a iPad and a 
PDA and a cell phone, and then it was I need a BlackBerry and, a, and an iPad or a BlackBerry and an iPod. I didn't even remember what it was called. You know, and now <laughs> it's you know I need a smartphone, and that's really all I need. So. <laughs> Yeah, and mine was based in freelance design. Right. It was like, can I fit a computer and a phone and a sketchbook and right. a few pens? Yeah, exactly. Done. Yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, you, you've done, you know, you did your time in New York, so you, you know, you know, you, once you get out of the house in, in these cities, and if you're traveling or you get out of the house in New York, you can't get back to the house as easily, you know. It's right. not like here where, you know, you could have said, I could, at FPHS, I could get out, I could say, I've got to run home. And it right. would be okay, you know, right. take 10 minutes to get home, get whatever I needed, 10 minutes to get back. Nobody was really going to care. So, Yeah, running home in a bigger city is say, you know, 45 minutes, an hour, right. two. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, so. so so especially, you know, kind of if you're out there, you know, essentially in the wilderness, you got to have it all, you know, with you, whatever, if it's your technology stuff or if it's, you know, clothing and ra- like I, I can't tell you. I just how many times I thought, should I pack a rain jacket? Okay, so <laughs> I don't need a rain jacket as as a forty five year old. I'm not sleeping under a bridge <laughs> like I would be when I was seventeen. So yeah, but but at the same time, like when you when when the kid was born, those bags that parents carry around are huge. Oh yeah, but I love them. You just have so much stuff. Right. Took me a while to adjust to not carrying that bag around for a while. Well, I'll just I'll put my you know I'll put my stuff in it and I'll just carry it around just right. in case. Yeah, because like you know it was multiple diapers. I assume I as a non-parent I assume there's some food in there. Oh yeah, there's you know? food and bottles and clothes, change of clothes, and toys, and yeah, there's all kinds of things. But there's always been something like a security blanket for me carrying a bag around sure and i've always had the shoulder straps i've never never been into carrying it by the handles on the side of my hip or sharing a backpack it's just it's always been a messenger bag kind of thing for me so so then i but also i'd like to bring up an embarrassing era of your history Uh oh the lunchbox era oh yes so because i'm saying to whom i've never asked and embarrassing to who I, I would think is that wasn't it is is that some is that an area you're proud of? Why? Well, it's not like I, something I I tell people at parties, but right. I'm not I'm not shying away from it. Oh, okay, all right. I was hip. You it was. I was hip. Okay, oh, I didn't I was, know. I thought you were a little bit too. I'll just say just because I don't think he's going to listen to our podcast. I think you were a little too Aaron Sharber. Oh boy. See what I just did there? Brought yeah. it all back. There that's you a, go. That's an inside reference for those of you who know. None yeah. of you listening know what that means. But I thought, I thought you were a little too Aaron Sharmer with that. But, but you uh, know what? As a six-foot-four guy yes. on a bicycle with a lunchbox, yes. it yeah. did great things for my freelance design career. Did it really? Well, yeah, because okay. who wouldn't notice that? You, yes, hey, that's aren't you right. the guy with the lunchbox exactly. that I see driving around all over town? <laughs> yes. yes, I'm a freelance designer, and let me tell you what I'm good at. Yeah, it was it was a great open door, to a lot of conversations. Okay, good. So, so I think you were both freelancing, and you were also a designer at the paper, right? Yes. So you would, I would see, I would see you more frequently walking to work. I think. With the right. lunchbox, because I was downtown at the time, and you were walking to work with the lunchbox. And I just remember thinking, 
what the fuck is he doing? You know, but it was, it, you have, you have, you have a different set of developmental, you know, ideas than I do. Like mine comes from, you know, this skateboard punk rock thing. And I think you you took that and went another direction altogether. What? What's more punk rock than doing something that everybody thinks is fucked up? And yeah, I, I guess you're saying, right. I don't care what you think. I, I always thought it was, I, and I'm, and I'm really, I was always like, I think Eric went and became a Depeche Mode fan. <laughs> I think he's listening to far too much New Order or Bauhaus. I don't know what's happening there. If I, I think he's going to have a Pet Shop Boys t-shirt on next week. Well, there was that right. was that was a time. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's when there was a lot of shoegazing <laughs> in my, in my yeah door. yeah. So what was in the uh, just because I've never asked what was in the lunchbox? Lunch. Really? Yes, man. I, okay. Was was uh yeah. That's okay. There was. All right. Cool. And what kind of lunchbox was it? Star Wars, man. It really was? So where yeah. did you get it? Was it like an original from your some, childhood? Yeah, it was. No, not from mine. But okay. I found it at some antique store. It had the, it had the original C-3PO uh, uh, thermos. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it was a little rusted out, so I couldn't drink out of it. But Sure. Yeah. So uh, do you, just because it gets back to bags, do you, do you bring a uh, lunch to work or do you go out to lunch? I usually bring lunch. Yeah. So what is your lunch travel in? Tupperware. Oh, okay. All right. So I don't have any class anymore. Yeah, I don't, just, I don't have any hipness anymore. I oh no, I'm, I'm the same way. I've I've got uh, Tupperware in a little insulated school. Like I, I'm one step away from going. I'm just going to buy a Coleman cooler, you know, and travel with that. Yeah, I had to walk downtown from the west side today. Walk downtown for lunch and. Would have been a good time to have a lunchbox. Probably walked would have. The, walked over the bridge with my sport coat and sneakers and lunchbox. Yeah. yeah. I still would have been turning heads. Yep, you still would have. It still would be a look. I still think <laughs> it would be a look. Yeah, so. All right, so I think we, we, we talked about bags for quite a bit today. So uh, so if you have if you guys have any uh, bags that you just go ahead and hit us up on Twitter or something like that. Not that you're listening. Well, um, you should be. You yes. should tell your friends to listen and hit yeah. us up. On Twitter, that would be great. Um, Here you are, Wasa. Yeah. So do you have any endorsements? I know this, this tonight was sort of a short notice thing. Do you have any endorsements? I have one which I'm going to endorse just based on what it is. Okay. Because it sounds super awesome, and I just I found it this week, and it's, it's endorsed by Pharrell. Uh-oh. And it just sounds amazing, but I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. So it's an app called Hear, H-E-A-R. Okay. And what it does is it takes control of real-world sounds, and you plug in headphones to your phone. You can listen to music. You can hear other people talk. It'll actually, actually auto-tune people that are talking around you, but it takes these the sounds from the world around you, and I, I'm not really sure. It it turns them into harmonic waves. It turns them into psychedelic sounds. I, it sounds really trippy. But it doesn't break concentration. It's supposed to actually help concentration. It's, it's I, it, it just sounds really fascinating. 
secureapp.io. Okay. All right, so that's kind of cool. Uh, so I have, uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I have one. So uh, this week, or last week, uh, I got some new headphones for my uh, iPhone because I don't like earbuds. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I'm in Milwaukee, I work out of a consultant's office, and I sort of sit at a a big desk or a big uh, – if I sit at the – if it was a house, it would be the dining room table. Nice. And, uh <laughs> so I don't have a I don't have a door or anything. I mean, I technically they've given me an office, but I don't really use it as often as I should, I suppose. And so I sit at this big desk with with or this big table with a couple other people. We all sort of sit around working together. But recently, sort of uh, the work has gotten intense. So some of us have you know put on headphones, and everybody sort of wears earbuds, and uh, they all wear. Apple earbuds because a lot of people are using their phone to stream music to themselves or or they talk quietly on the phone when they need to make a phone call but uh, I like I've always done I have a iPod touch with all my music on it and I would bring that but then all of a sudden my phone would ring and I would have to change etc etc and uh, so just this week I decided I do some research and try to find a pair of earbuds that would work for me, and I've never found any at all. So, uh, the wire cutter did an article: best earbuds under forty dollars, mm-hmm. and uh, and they suggest the company is called Brainwaves, B R A I N W A V Z, and the the product is called the Delta. It's really you know I really like them. I it's they're the kind that kind of stick in your ear like earplugs. So I can't wear them driving or anything like that, but or at least uh, maybe I could, but I, I don't think that that would be a good idea because then I would be able to hear cars honking at me, I suppose. Um, but as far as working in an office and things like that, when I'm just working, I really kind of like them now, and uh, and it's because they fit in my ears better than the the Apple ones don't fit in my ears at all. Yeah, me either. Yeah, and I feel bad about that because I have three. You know, three different iPhones worth of Apple iBuds or whatever they're called, earbuds, uh, that I've put in one time and taken out and just put them back. They're all brand new. You know, so if if you hit us up on Twitter and you want three pair of iBuds, just let me know. You can have them. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, so that's it. That's that's all we got for this week. We talked about uh, bags. How about next week we talk about uh, Captain America? Hey, good idea. So that makes that uh, makes us both have a sense of urgency to, to go to the movie together. Sounds good. Yeah.
Watch that. 